Where we left off in the previous year was the fact that the Rambam is Mechadish, that a worker is like a, uh, an, an Eved, in the sense of, since Eved, when I contract with somebody in the service industry, so really what I'm doing is I'm owning him. He's mine from 9 to 5. If he's my personnel, I don't own him, but I own his day's work. That's Dumi Davodim. That relationship does not have I know. Avodim Dumi The Rambam is Mechadish, and here the Rambam says it with Yerolli, which means the Rambam is telling you it's a Chiddish. This is in Mechir Peik Yud Kimel Halach Yud Ches. Yerolli Kablon Oino. Kablon, it's like this. This is a loaded subject which we're not really learning now. The, what the Rambam called before a poil and a kablon are two different types of work relationships. Basically, the, there's a type of person who works 9 to 5, where you could say, I own you these hours a day belong to me. Maybe I let you eat lunch, go to the bathroom, make a personal phone call or two, but really, I own you for the day. Then there's a different type of work relationship. Not where I own you for the day, but you're a kablon in the sense of you're mekablon yourselves to, to do a malacha. You're a contractor, let's say. I hire you to build a deck. Now, I, we can't really say, I mean, I can make up that you're going to do in the next month. I'm allowed to make up conditions. But I, I can't really say that I own you for 9 to 5 for the next 4 weeks. Because you could bring 100 workers and get 3 times as much done one day. And the next day, you decide to come with a skeleton crew and you get almost nothing. Then you can take 2 days off and then work like crazy around the clock to finish. Of course, you can't come 3 o'clock in the morning and start hammering. But within reason, you can do it on your own schedule. If you're on your own schedule, I'm not really owning you in the sense of owning you and your time and your energies. Um, I have from you that you built something, and I'm really paying you for the work for the final product. This has major ramifications in terms of stopping a contract. The middle, restarting a contract, that's by not by not our topic. What the Rambam is suggesting over here is, is that where I'm paying you not for your work, not for your time, but I'm paying you for the final product, I'm really paying you for the thing that's metaltalin. So over there, the Rambam says, No, that's not avodim. That's really the thing itself. I'm not paying you for you, I'm paying you for that thing. And on the service industry, if I'm paying you for the thing, not for you, there, I, there will be no. The Rambam brings the case of a tailor, uh, Taylor was hired to build the uh, to, to sew a pair of clothing. The, you're really paying for the suit, not for the time. Sometimes you, uh, the tailor botches up, takes him twice as long to fix it. I don't pay you by hour. I pay you for the product. That being said, that still leaves us with an interesting thing. If we say we're paying for the product, so I understand with the suit, I'm paying you, so to speak, for the product. By the way, the Rav HaMagid asks on the Rambam. He brings the Rambam. Then he says, Das HaMeforshim HaChalukin Olov. He already brought in Halochi Yud Gimel. The, um, the Ramban that argues. The Ramban says, That's not Nimkam Yad Liyad. Nimkam Yad Liyad is merchandise that's transferred. Am I transferring to you when I, uh, when I do for you a suit? Is that a chafetz that's transferred from hand to hand? I mean, it is transferred hand but it's not merchandise. I'm paying you. At the end of the day, I'm paying you for the work. I'm paying you for the work because I want the final product, but at the end of the day, it's not a regular Dover Hanimkar. Vitainus Harav, 
The Rambam holds since you are paying you at the end of the day for the job, not for the work. Yesh boy oino. There is a legitimate sad in the Gemara that when a tailor sews a suit, the suit, because it was created by the tailor, even if it was done with the customer's cloth, but the suit out of that cloth was created by the tailor. It belongs to the tailor. What the tailor then does at the end of the job is he sells the suit to the Customer. The Gemara calls that Uman kind of Bishvakli. Lamaisa, we don't paskin that way. We paskin that if I, as a tailor, make a suit out of your raw material, I did it for you, the suit belongs to you, you're paying me now for the work. So if you're paying me for the work, then Vaito, it's a, it's a, uh, like a Doimilapoil. The Kablonis, Arekis, Chiruslin, Yabaltolin. Also, there's Halacha Baltolin by both of them. That's the Rabbah Magad's Kasha. He doesn't understand the distinction of the Rabbah. Comes along the Mishnah Lamelech. And he brings the distinction that we just made. What's the difference between when you pay somebody per hour for their time or you pay them for the job? You tell me because when you pay them for the job, you're really paying them for the product? Rabbi Magad says, you're not paying them for the product. You're, you, the, the tailor who made the suit, who made the dress, wasn't now selling the suit to them. The suit is owned by the... You're obviously, you're paying for the work. Says the Mishnah Malachan, no, 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 I'll tell you. He says, And then he brings, And he brings the Gemara that We alluded to this before, the fact that a poil could be because the Torah says, And the relationship of Eved is defined only when we talk about a poil. Since I can glue you into your seat from 9 to 5, I own you. So therefore, you're allowed to walk in the middle of the day because there's a cost. The Gemara says over there, the Kablon, any Yochelachzum, a high time. Kablon can't, doesn't have that schuz because he's not defined as the Evid, quote unquote, of the employer. Alma, Poil, Domilavum, right? When you can make your own hours and you could set your own rules, so then you're your own boss. You're not an Evid of the boss. In the middle, there's a difference. One is Dumidavodin, and one is not Dumidavodin. My demayat me, I know who Avodin Shukshulakakois. The Kavlon Lav Evid Mikri. Okay, the Nochoin Hu. That leaves us with the final Maramokim on this Indian that if we're saying that a Kavlon is not Avodim, but you could still have another problem. If we look at the Kavlon that I'm presenting you with the final product, and that's why the relationship is called Dova Nimke Miyad Liyadz Metalplan Akakois, what about with the, ka- the thing that I'm presenting you with is Karakois? So let's read together the Rambam in Reishchov. I'm sorry, the Shulchanach in Reishchov Zayim Siflam Gimel. La Seiches Chaver Lasses Hima Ben Bekarke Ben Metalplan. He's a, an employee, a nine to five type of guy. It doesn't make a difference if he's building or if he's babysitting. If it doesn't make a difference if he's a chef in a school or he's the secretary or the the the, the plumber. It doesn't make a difference if he's working on the Karke the Metalplan. If it's nine to five, Enli or no. He owns him from 9 to 5. That's like Abdus. He hires a worker with the horse. Today you'd call it you hire a car. You take a tour guide. You take you rent the van and the driver to drive you around. 
Even though on he himself, you hired him from 9 to 5 today. You want to take him, it's an edit. So you want to take him from a a full day, 8 in the morning till 12 at night. He's hired for the day. There's no unknown the relationship between the two of you because he's glued to his seat. But what about the car? The car, the the horse, now you're going to make a cheshman. You have to figure out, you be able to divide the contract and see what was for the horse and what was for the owner. What was for the driver, the tour guide, and what was for the car. Whatever it could be considered a misane of a rental of the metalkland, the horse, the taxi, whatever it is, that will have I know. And whatever will be defined as the person is Dumi Davodim. As the Bishuva in Sivkotm Khovain Bisefa Mude or Sim Kuzain interesting case. Bechach Sokas Khaveroi, he hired his friend, Livnus Lebayas Bekablonus. He didn't hire him nine to five, he hired him to present him with a finished product, the house. The Koidim Gemara Biniroa Kavlan Shinisana Bimekach. The employee sees that he's been hired, he's been taken advantage of, he's new in the market, he's been taken advantage by the wealthy developer, and he's been hired for pennies. He should have been charging $100,000, he, he gave him the contract for $35,000. So he says, he wants to change, he wants to be choyzer, he wants to get his money back, and he brings from here, read a few lines, there's two parts of the job. There's the preparing the raw material. The wood that was put into the house is metaltalin. There's a no on the raw materials and its preparation. The attaching into the ground. There's always two parts of building a house, at least in those days. There's the preparing the wood. Hauling it, preparing it, and then there's the installing it into the ground. That's Avaida Sakarka. There is a sugya of taking metalton and installing it into the ground. We will in it, whether that's called metalton or karka. But for argument's sake, if that's called putting it into the ground, it's called karka. There's the raw material stage, and then there's the putting it into the ground. So you have to divide the contract into two, see what was paid for the raw material part, the developing, the building, the cutting down, and the painting of the raw material, and then the putting it into the ground. There's something else. And you'll have to divide the kablonus of kark and kablonus of adaltum. This can make for very fascinating dinetaira. And every time there's oino in a contracting job, in a plumbing job, and so on and so forth. The raw material, building the contraption, building the raw material, forming it, and then putting it into the ground. And we're mitzayin in the maramakoimis that this shaila is really a shaila that goes beyond hilchas oino. All over Chayshem Mishpat is a discussion of the def- definition of Karkamatal. We mentioned before Hilcha Shoimrim. Let's say I give you a house to watch. So we said that a house is Karkois. But really, if you think about it, the property is Karka, but the wood, the pipes that are installed, are maybe not. What about the bookshelves that are put into the wall? That I mean, why not call them a Taltalin? The furniture that's nailed in, the cabinets that maybe. So what happens if I gave you a house for for safekeeping? Maybe I won't be chayiv if it burns down, and I'm a peshe, I'm negligent. I won't be chayiv on the property damage, but maybe I should be chayiv on the 
house itself on the walls. This is a fascinating discussion, Tnegeo. So, Toyinviniten Shvua can only be taken, administered in Bezden. An oath can only be administered on Metalta and on Karka. Will that make a difference? The wood that's the house, or it's only the property, and so on and so forth. All that is a discussion. And that really factors into our sugya of Oino and Karkois Metaltalan, the difference between a poil and a kavlan, how that plays itself out in this context.